We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I can't deliver Michael Jordan today, but I can get the next best thing to it, and that is Coach Butch McAdams. Coach, how many years have you heard that tune? Oh, my goodness, man. You know what? Let me just start off by saying, as Coach Thompson would say, that the old timers used to say is tournament time. Tournament time, yeah, absolutely. It's it's nothing like it. It's the one thing that is so refreshing. No matter how good or bad your teams have been, everyone kind of comes to the altar on this one, and they say that that ball up and let the game prove it. Uh, I'm working with a toddler who's 23 years old, and he has never been to Vegas. For the tournament, and I told him he went there for his 21st birthday. Tell him, coach, there's nothing like being in Vegas for this tournament. Nothing like it. Nothing like it at all. And look, if you look at the history of the tournament, man, some of the greatest upsets in the history of sport has taken place. We talk about Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson. Well, look, almost every other year, there's a Douglas Tyson situation here in March. And I'm just waiting to see who's going to be Cinderella and uh, who's going to be dancing last. Uh, Look, there's so many really good teams. Uh, It's great parity with the transfer portal, with the one and done. And there's so many factors. This is going to be a great, exciting tournament. I think about when you say, quote, underdog, and Loyola of Chicago. Oh, my goodness. We went that with with the nun. We went through some games. All these people could play. Basketball, I mean, there's some opportunities, some breaks. You get a break here or there. A coach likes you. A coach don't like you, blah, blah, blah. But it's the only tournament. I mean, the NCAA football, it's it's a joke. You can buy the best team. Okay, right. you can look the other way and get admit some people that can't spell cat, and you can get them in your program. We all know how flawed that is, but when it comes to this round ball, the guy with the tallest team doesn't always win. No, you know it's just the thing about this is because it to me is the ultimate sport that requires teamwork, and it's why I can never, as much as I believe purple and gold. I can, can't take my eyes off the Golden State Warriors because, to me, they exemplify teamwork. 
basketball is the ultimate game of chemistry. And you've seen positive exhibits of that, as you just stated, the Golden State Warriors. And you've seen the negative uh, exhibit of that in terms of the Lakers, in terms of the Brooklyn Nets. Mm -hmm. We can go on and on. And it's not about choosing or having the five best players on the court. It's having players that complement one another. And as I always stated, you have to have teams that are role-developed, okay? When you go to pay your money years ago to see Gladys Knight and the Pips, Gladys Knight was the lead, but she needed the Pips in the background. The same thing is with five players on a basketball court. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Mikey Eminem, our producer, he's a man that is also a master of waging, and he plays the parlays. He, I mean, he's a, he's a genius at this, young genius. And so is there anybody in these seeds? I mean, I love it. I love the coming out of the blocks. I gave him who I thought just is, a, of course, and I'm no expert at this. But I do know when a wounded animal is either dangerous or they're just wounded to the point they're about to die. Mm-hmm. My Bruins, yes. a week or so ago, I was talking trash. But I wasn't yelling because I know anything can happen. We lost our best defensive player. They lost the best, one of the best players in the country. Two-way player who leads with defense and steals. And he's just a winner. Right. Right. Now we lost a big man. So I'm saying they're vulnerable. They'll be competitive, blah, blah, blah. But in this one, I think they're vulnerable. I also like the Turtles against West Virginia, against the Terps. So do I. I oh, you do? Okay, all right. I'm going to stop there. If I so even I. if I hit with Butch McAdams, I quit while I'm ahead. So, Coach, <laughs> you and Eminem, go at this thing a little bit, Eminem, because you're asking, you're right at the foot of the master right now. Go ahead, Eminem. Hey, so, Coach, I just want to ask you, uh, so last year it was St. Peter's. The year before that it was Oral Roberts. You know, La Jolla Chicago had their run a couple years ago. Is there any teams that are in the tournament this year that you're kind of circling and you're saying, hey, that might be the team that's a 13-14 seed that could make a run to the Elite Eight or Sweet 16? Well, I, I don't know if you could put Virginia in that category, but I like them because they have that. I look for that blend of talent and experience. And you've got to have both. And so when I look at the sheet and I look at the the teams, I'm saying, which teams, how many teams have that perfect blend of talent and experience? And I think Virginia, when I see Virginia, I see that. So I'm looking at them to make a run. Um, I'm looking at a team like Baylor. Okay. And, and again, they're, they're not Cinderella, but they're coming in as a third seed. But look for them. Duke, hate to say it because I'm not a big Dukey, but I give them respect. Duke's playing well. And that's the other factor besides talent and experience. Who's playing well? It's not always the best team that wins, but it's the team that is playing the best at that particular time, i.e., and a uh, doc, I hate to say it, but I got to say it, Villanova over Georgetown. Coach, I, I 
cringed, but I saw it. And yeah. it was when you shoot as well as they did and it's not enough, it's sometimes, and especially familiarity, what Georgetown had, yeah. which I don't know if teams have that. Now I don't know if Alabama, I don't know if Houston, I don't know if these teams have that. People were shaking in their boots to play Georgetown. They were physically afraid. But see, when you're in their conference, that don't happen. Because you know them, you're used to them. That's why it's always somebody closest to you is going to steal your wallet out your bedroom because they in your house. (laughs) So you're right. Doc, that's a great point. And also Eminem because now – because of the AAU programs. Thank you. And these players have played on teams with one another. They've competed for years against each other. So when they get into the big dance, unlike years ago, there's very few, if any, fear or intimidation factor. And so that's why I believe, or one of the reasons you have such great parity this time of the year. Now, here's a question, Mark T, and you guys tell me. They they could go either way. Purdue, very talented team. I like them. But if you look at the last few years, the teams from that conference, they haven't done well. Yeah, and that's scary. I mean, Penn Penn State caught my eye. I love the way they competed. There's certain teams you start looking and going, you know what, maybe it's about timing. Are they playing their best ball? As good as Arizona has been in the Pac-12, because, you know, I, I stay up late a lot to watch them, I thought Oregon was good. I thought they were just – there were some really good teams, and if you could win that, you're pretty good yourself. But – and then there's injuries, and, and that's the one thing that, that we won't know whether that's we're right. talking about with Houston or – when a basketball player has a groin injury mm. – that's like a football player having an ankle injury. It's worth because you push yeah. a, a groin for a hoopster. Yeah. I don't get yeah. it, and that's where I'm going. Um, it, it is interesting. Butch McAdams, Coach McAdams, here on Burgundy and Gold today, talking about March Madness as we get ready to enter it. I can't discuss basketball on any area level without asking you for your advice and expertise on this thing with John ja Morant. I don't understand. Again, I've got Eminem, so I can lean on when I need my youth counselor. Sure. On what planet can you be in or on? Raise your shirt up to show that you're holding a pistol Hmm. at a strip club and put it on Instagram that I not think you are out of your mind. I'm crazy, or am I just too old school? No, you know, I'm, I'm with you 100%. And see, what I used to tell youngsters is that you have to work with the initial premise that playing on a team, and especially at the highest level, is a privilege. It's not a right. It's a privilege. And don't abuse that privilege because if you do, it can be snatched from you. And you have to understand that. And I don't believe that some of these youngsters, because, again, I'm going back to the grassroots, 
and by no means is an entire indictment on everyone, but a guy like Morant, who's so talented and gifted at a young age, he's been on scholarship all his life. And I doubt if anyone has pulled him to a side and read him a riot act at one point or another. And so when you have that attitude and that mindset, you take it into the NBA. But that's unheard of. And look, no one's perfect. But I tell people, study the tape of Jordan. Study the tape of LeBron. Study the tape of Derek Jeter. These are people who were the ultimate professionals, not saying they were perfect, but they understood who they were, what they represented it, and they, if they wanted to have some fun, they did it on the low, and they didn't expose it. Yeah, and again, I'm not an expert on social media. Just ask my, my sons, but uh, you should be <laughs> – this is funny. Hey, Dad, you you know, you need to do it. I said, okay, here's what y'all need to do. <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, here's what y'all need to do. Go back, get back online or whatever the hell you're doing, and enjoy it. Enjoy it, okay? Because I don't need to do everything. I don't. No. I'm just not gonna see everything or do everything. And these young people, and I love it. I love the enthusiasm over it. I really do, Coach. I don't know if you got a chance to check out the video of Linnell Willingham and Baby AI's one-on-one contest at Georgetown Prep last Saturday. Did by chance you get a chance to see? Because as a coach. I was going to ask you to evaluate the film. If you haven't seen it, I will send it to you, and then I'll ask you for your evaluation, and we'll get you back on a later date because it was a one-on-one contest, and I just wondered, did you see it? Well, you know, one-on-one, I I look at one-on-one with a grain of salt. There's a lot of value and validity to a one-on-one, and because that, that, number one, it, it, it shows athleticism. Mm-hmm. Okay, number two, it actually so shows your willingness and ability to compete. And so I like that. But once again, one-on-one does not mean that you're going to be a great team player, going back to the chemistry, mm-hmm. or not. But what it does show, as I said, the the, the type of athletic ability you have, and your willingness to compete. And I like that. I like that. As a coach, I put a high premium on toughness, mental toughness, and the willingness to compete. You know, interesting to hear you say that, Coach, because today on uh, Methurst and the rooster, Chris Russell, Chris made a comment about the DMV and basketball and its glory and the fact that this hub is basketball. And he said, I, it was, I don't want to, I, I may get this wrong, and Rooster will, he'll eat me up. But he was saying that March Madness is about ba- about football going on with everything going and not basketball. And G from the shop blew up. And I want to ask you, because Coach used to always say, and you put your top fives out, they're legendary. And you, you give us, you keep us in check as a historian about the greatness of DMV basketball, as a G would say, it's in the water. 
about mm-hmm. the DMV. And mm-hmm. how do you rate, and would you give me your top three in terms of areas in the country that where basketball from all levels, top to bottom, is numero uno? Well, first of all, you got to say it here in the DMV. Look at the history. Look at the history. Look at the Trailblazers. First black man to win a Division I men's championship was from D.C. The first black man to officiate a Final Four game was from D.C. The first black man to hit the floor in an NBA game was from the D.C. area. And I can go on and on. I can talk about, uh, and here's a name I want to throw out to all the younger people. You love basketball. You follow the game. But let me say this. If you don't know the name, Dr. Edwin Bancroft Henderson, (laughs) stop it right there. Research him and then proceed to talk about basketball in this area. Because Dr. Henderson was the godfather of basketball in this area. He learned the game under Dr. Naismith in the early 1900s. He brought it back to D.C. and he brought it to the historic 12th Street Y. And from there, the passion and the high skill level of basketball started in Washington, D.C. Look it, look it up, folks, mm-hmm. Dr. Edwin B. Henderson. So I'm going to say D.C. because, look, Morgan Wooten, DeMatha, mm-hmm. 1965 defeated Powell Memorial with mm-hmm. Lou Alcindor. Mm-hmm. Not only did that game put D.C. basketball on the map, that game put high school basketball on the map because prior to that, you didn't have high school games regularly getting um, – national coverage that game did it and 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 coach will tell you back in the day when the washington football team the burgundy and gold were lily white or they were uh in the basement the senators were in the basement we didn't have the nba we didn't have the nhl coach drizel wasn't in college park okay but We had great high school sports. We had great high school basketball. Going back to the uh, 1965 game, a snowstorm, Doc. Mm -hmm. You had not only was Coldfield House sold out, but you had hundreds of people outside trying to get in, scalping tickets. That's how big basketball is and was in this area. Um, You go to, of course, New York City legendary basketball, Philadelphia, legendary basketball. Now, I'm going to tell you an area in the Midwest that has produced some great basketball, Chicago. If you look at the players from Chicago, Isaiah Thomas, uh, D. Wade, Derrick Rose, Anthony Davis, and if you want to count the one year that Kevin Garnett, who was from South Carolina, but he played at Farragut Academy this senior year. Uh, you can count him. Chicago, Detroit, it's, it's all over. And your hometown, Doc, 
Southern California, L.A. What's what's the legend name? Raymond Lewis? Oh, yeah. Verbin Day. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Oh, this yeah. guy. And every city has a Raymond Lewis. Okay, Baltimore, I would say that they're Raymond Lewis, the guy who had super talent, but for one reason or another didn't make it, was Skip Wise, mm-hmm. the honey dip. Skip the loop, yeah. Bro. Yeah, so those, those would be the – the cities that I think would put basketball first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are probably others, but uh, you got to go a long ways. And if you include Baltimore and D.C. together, no finer area. No finer area. One final point from a historic perspective. Look this up. From nineteen, from nineteen seventy six. To 1986, a 10, 11-year period, D.C. and Baltimore, in those 10 or 11 years, seven or eight of those years had the number one high school team in the nation. In the nation. 1976, Dunbar, D.C. 1978, it was um, the Matha, okay, then you go to to the eighties where you had like uh, I mean not like Clifton but um, Calvert Hall, Dunbar, Baltimore, Flint Hill, Dematha again, Spingarn with Sherman Douglas. So of a ten year period, DC and Baltimore dominated the number one ranking in the nation. Doesn't get any better than that. That's history, guys. Look it up. You set, Eminem? You ready? You got your homework assignment? Hey, Coach, we appreciate that, man. If we if we lean on you any longer, we have to send you a W-2. So we appreciate uh, no, that, Doc, man. And, Doc, uh, hey, 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 Doc, for you, is, is Sonny Bono's brother, Pro Bono. My man. Hey, love you, man. Thank you so much. And I will, Linnell Willingham, I'm going to suggest, when you see his call, don't block him because I, okay. I need you. I need you. I need you to wrap with it. it. All right, man. I appreciate you. That is Coach Butch McAdams. Help you fill your bracket out. It didn't get any better than that. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.